have you got your top five, Damien? I have as well, because uh, earlier on today I finished off, um, which made me really strong and really excited to do this show. I finished off my Bitty Bix. <laughs> I like being eased in. Um, slowly sometimes. You'll do it and you'll do as you're told. <laughs> Saddle saw wasn't in it. Catch him, Derry. Oh, oh, he's on me! Doing it. One, two, one, two, one, two. One, two, one, two, one, two. One, two. So. Would you join us? Now, twice a week. Aren't you the lucky ones? You're watching, downloading, and listening to the As Yet Unnamed Podcast. It's Friday, the weekend is almost here. So sit back and join Ian, Damien and Darren for the ultimate top five lists show. It's the as yet unnamed podcast top five. Hello, good morning. It is Friday, the... 18th of December, not long left now. Welcome to the As Yet Unnamed Podcast Ultimate Top 5, the last of its current guys and generation. Um, (laughs) I won't lie, I hate this show. Uh, This is where we pick our Ultimate Top 5, and this week we are doing the Ultimate Top 5 Christmas TV shows of all time, be that shows or episodes. Uh, So... I'm going to give you my ultimate top five in no particular order. Yes, Damien, you look like you're going to say something. No, good. sorry. Are we going to get an introduction to tonight? Uh, I was going to do it as or? I go around and do the ultimate top fives. Right. Okay. No, no problem. Do you want to do, you want to do it now? If your ego can't stand me talking for more than two minutes without you butting in, carry on. No, I was just going to say maybe we oh, get a reason, yeah. the top five reasons we hate this pathetic, horrible vision of a show. <laughs> Damien, I've got to try and edit this to make it sound happy and nice. No? Okay. Uh, right. So, hello, Damien. Hello, Darren. Hope you are doing you know well what? on Hi. a Friday. How are you? Merry Christmas, nearly. Are you all right, Button Nose? Button Nose? Oh, you've got such a cute little nose. It's like a little button. I just want to come over to it and say, are you all right, Bibix? Oh. Hello, Darren. Yeah, I thought you were going to say you wanted to touch it. What, my nose? Yeah. Okay. Right, so we are going to do our ultimate top five uh, Christmas TV shows. So my ultimate top five in no particular order are as follows. The Royal Family, The New Sofa, Mrs. Brown's Boys, Doctor Who, The Royal Family, Joe's Crackers, and Gavin and Stacey, 2019 Christmas special. Damien. Your top five in no particular order, please. The reason I'm nodding my head is even though we clash sometimes, Ian and myself are so similar when it comes to a lot of things, and he knows this. Um, So my top five Christmas shows are Mrs. Brown's Boys at number five. Um, Don't give the number. No no particular order. Right. (laughs) Mrs. Brown's Boys. I've got The Snowman and The Snow Dog. Okay. I've got The Snowman. Okay. I've got Doctor Who. Yeah. And I have got EastEnders. Oh, I I almost put in EastEnders. I almost put in EastEnders. I don't watch it and I still almost put it in. Darren, your top five in no particular order, please. For the final time on the top five, uh, I don't know I don't know what on earth you're going to rip into me for in the future because this is not going to be here. 
in no Terrible. particular in no particular order, I have Gavin and Stacey. Oh. I have Only Fools and Horses. Oh. I have Top Gear slash Grand Tour, anything like that. Um, I also have Morecambe and Wise, and somewhere in my top five, Noel and his Christmas presents make an appearance. That almost went into my top five as well, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, that was pretty good, actually. Yeah, that's, That was pretty that's, good. That's quite a good one. Right, let's spin the wheel then and find out who's going to pick number five. And picking number five is Damien. Oh, okay. So, just to... Just to throw it out there, in in terms of Christmas, do you guys have like a routine at Christmas? So, I'm yes, just, you know. So, tell me about your routine for first day. What do you do in the morning? What happens in the morning in your on, house on Christmas morning? Yeah, um, we will. Uh, I will get up. I will. Yep. Probably take the dog out. Are you excited Christmas morning? Uh, not really. Um, I'm a bit old okay. for it now. Um, I, we will then go and feed the animals on the um, small holding that we have: the pigs and the sheep and the chickens and the rabbits. Uh, we will then come back, open presents, have Christmas dinner, sit down, drink and eat. Aww. And then what my... time do you tend to have dinner? Um, mid-afternoon, so about two-ish, something like that. One o'clock, two o'clock. Queen? Uh, no, not religiously. Okay. All right. Dazzler, what's your, what's your um, little routine? Because it is really good. Sorry, do you play games as well? No. Do you have any games? No. We sit and watch TV and then my mum and dad come over Boxing Day. Seriously, I'd love to go around your house Christmas. Uh, right, and Darren? Um, it's always, uh, because we've got kids, carnage. And then, carnage with the presents. Uh, and then it's a fry-up, because I do the fry-up. Then it's... What's the matter? I wouldn't have a fry-up Christmas day. We can have a massive turkey. Christmas morning, fry-up. Yeah, proper proper big breakfast. Um, and then we play a few games, watch a bit of telly. So you stop. play the games before lunch? Yes. Keep the kids occupied. Mm. And what time do you have your yeah. Christmas dinner? We always have a late one, so it's 3, 4-ish for us. Yeah, no, no, we do. We do. Yeah, late one. Uh, and then straight after, so, we, so once we start drinking and eating at that sort of time, um, we don't kind of stop eating or drinking until we pass out. <laughs> Do, 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 you have, do you have um do you have like a little buffet on the night? Uh yes we do. Yes we do. Um, what do you have in the buffet? Um we have substantial meals, scotch eggs. Uh we have mini sausage rolls. We have um basically we have the uh, can we can we mention a brand name captain? Yes, or of not? course you can. Iceland frozen boxes of, you know, party foods and little Aww. nibbles and all that kind of stuff, yeah. I like the sound of your place. It sounds like proper Christmassy. Ian Muff sounds like it doesn't talk to anyone apart from the sheep. We have a we have a very quiet Christmas because fam, my mum and dad come over on Boxing Day. Do you? I mean, do you talk? Well, you know, if we have to. Do you get each other a lot of presents? Uh, I've I I have we have a fair few presents and um, they are already wrapped and downstairs. And what do you um, wear in the morning? Clothes, Damien. Where's this going? No, We're meant to be picking your top five. Yeah, Damien, tell me about your routine. Please tell me there's some arguments, because everybody does. No, no, no. Well, as is, I get up first, and I've got to be sent back to bed, because <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Seriously, I'd like get up at five and go and check the kids, and the other half is like, what are you doing? It's, it's five o'clock. I'm like, I know, but he's been. And she's like, just stop it now. And I'm like, but he's been. And she's like, get back to bed. 
And then one of the kids will start murmuring. <laughs> and then I have to go back in and like get them back to sleep. So it's a nut. I don't nut the children, <laughs> edit that out. So then the children will go back to sleep. And then about half six, we go downstairs, uh, open the presents, um, which is really cute. Seeing their faces is the best. Have the music on in the background. Oh, we'll go for all the air and all of that. Um, then we have a light breakfast with a little bit of books first, a little bit of books first going on. <laughs> well, we're, uh, you know, not playing a flute, obviously. So we have a bit of books fizz. Um, and then normally some of the parents come round. So my dad will pop round with his presents, because of course Father Christmas has been there. Um, they're opening their presents with the children. And then I start preparing Christmas dinner because I do Christmas dinner. The only time of the year I cook, uh, but it's a it's a it's a veritable feast. Eat about three o'clock. Um Do you get stressed when you're cooking the Christmas dinner? Only when my father-in-law comes over because he comes into the kitchen and goes, oh, so been a year in it. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, what do you think? What, uh, what, what, what things are going on in the world? It's too much, too much. I'm like, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to stuff the turkey. Oh, I like the rhythm you're doing that. You're a pervert. Get out. <laughs> So, yeah, but it's nice. And then uh, we we play some games in the evening, pie face and all of that jibber-jabber. The kids normally fall asleep. Uh, and then um, we watch a bit of telly, which we're about to do now. So, number five. We will get there. Number five. That was a um, hell of an introduction to your number five, that was. It better be know. worth it. Now, The Snowman is an animated television film based on Raymond Briggs' 1978 picture book, The Snowman. It was directed by Diana Jackson for British Public Service, Channel 4, and it was This this Makes You Feel Old. It was first shown on the 26th of December, 1982. Wow. Now, who has seen the actual original with David Bowie in it? No. Only only the other day. I think it's available on Netflix now. Yeah, so David Bowie is actually in the very beginning where goes up to his oh, loft. Oh, yes, he is. Mm. Yes. Um, which not many people have seen. Yes, but yes, yes, yes. That gets me a bit upset as well because he was just a legend. Um, now, the plot itself is about an, um, a night of heavy snowfall. A boy named James wakes up and plays in the snow, eventually building a large snowman. At the stroke of midnight, he sneaks downstairs to find the snowman magically comes to life. Um, it's one of those... One of those... I, I watch it every year and I must have seen it well, for like 30-odd years. Um, it's won uh, Best Short Film at the 55th Academy Awards in 1983. It won a BAFTA. Um, it's in the British Film Institute's 100 Greatest British Television Programmes. And it was voted number four in UK TV Gold's Greatest TV Christmas Moments. Um, for me, it's on the top list. Um, it's, a, it's a great great bit of animation yeah it looks a bit dated now um but every year i feel like i have to watch it if i don't watch it it's on like a 10 past six on a random day every christmas stood the test of time hasn't it damien yeah it really has and and like you just said a tradition every single year Mm. to be fair there's there's a series of them isn't there so you got the snow man then you got the is the snow dog no yeah might might be later in these top five you had the snowman, then you had Father Christmas, which was yeah. the other one. Yeah. Um, and then you had snowman um, and the snow dog later. So, later so on. I always prefer the Father Christmas, you know, blooming Christmas. I always liked yeah. that. Yeah. That was that my favourite above the snowman, but I love it, nevertheless. So the big question is, as we do every week, um, is it a yay or is it an A? Uh, it's a yay. 
Yeah. Yay. Good. Yeah. It's a yeah. yay. Good. Bravo. <clears throat> picking number... Thanks for the cough there, Darren. Uh, picking number four is me. Um, little biscuit. Yes. Uh, right. At number four. Now, I watch this show every single year without fail for probably the last six years i have watched the specials of this um it is uh, about a family in manchester who don't do a lot they sit around watching tv smoking and that's about all they do but it is brilliant it is brilliantly written um by the late great carolyn O'Hearn. um and this particular episode is called joe's crackers now, this was the 2009 Christmas special. Um, and it's basically where Joe, their next-door neighbour and father of Saskia... Um, not Saskia. Sorry, I've got that wrong. Drat. Gone. Hang on. Bear with me. Going to clean edit that. Um, and it's basically about Joe, um, who is the next-door neighbour, um, who has lost his wife the previous year. Um, and it's his first Christmas without seeing his wife. And it is just, it is brilliantly played and brilliantly acted and brilliantly written. It is so poignant. There's a bit in in there where he sings a song, sat at the table. And every single time I watch it, I get a lump in the throat because it is just beautifully done. And then his wife's asses get sucked up in the Dyson, which is just brilliantly funny. Um, And if you ever want to watch the outtakes of it, it's fantastic. But the royal family, Joe's Crackers, in particular that episode... Uh, is my number four because it is every single year without fail gold show them i will record them and we will watch them and i will laugh every single year so there you go that's my number four thoughts gentlemen damien you go first i'm with you um that that program has made me laugh has made me cry um when she had a baby um uh did, was it in the bathroom that she had the baby uh no it was a christmas special and she um she she suddenly started to she didn't have it in the bathroom but um it started in the bathroom because weren't they defrosting the turkey no the... different episode right okay that, that okay. may be later on in my in my top five if it gets picked. uh but it it the pathos in it the the just everything where you kind of relate when even when she says are you all right dev oh i'm all right are you all right dev just little questions little things like that you relate to it you've had those conversations um and everybody's sitting there having a comment um it, it, it makes me a bit emotional talking about it actually because that does remind me a lot um you know just nice christmases family christmases i cannot rate that program enough i'm getting a bit choky there it is brilliant i love it um, really good show it's not, a yay from me not in my top five but the queen of sheba is one of the best hours of tv you will watch which oh, is where amazing. which is where nana, nana passes away it's just yeah. phenomenal phenomenally done darren do you like the royal family um yes i do actually but i have not gone back and watched them again I, I remember them first time round, and I love them, but I've not gone back and revisited them. They are all on the BBC iPlayer. All of the Christmas uh, yeah. specials are on there. So I would recommend going back and watching the Christmas specials because they are just brilliant. So just breaking funny. away from the Christmas special of the Royal Family, there's one episode of the Royal Family that sticks in my mind. I don't know whether it's the... We- did... did um... Caroline and Dave Craig Cash, they got married in the series, didn't they? Did uh, they? They were already married, I believe. They were had, they? Yeah. There was a point, or was she pregnant then? I can't remember. But there's a there's a point where Dad, Ricky Tomlinson, Jim Royal, 
goes, I think, to the bathroom and has a heart to heart with. Yeah. And that, oh my God, that's just like. And that, wow. That's what's been, because it's like a lot of families, they don't, they argue, they bicker, they put each other down, they say things that are quite rude to each other. But when it comes to the point where they need the help, they literally, it's just all, this is family. They're a massive family. He's got a heart of gold, even though he acts like a um, a complete arse. He does have a heart of gold um, and he loves his family. And there's little points in it where it shows. And it's just, it's superbly done. I love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. It's a yay it's, from me. It's, it's obviously, God rest her soul as well. She's no longer with us. Um, Caroline Ahern. Is, Caroline Ahern, right? yeah. Um, and I don't think they should make any more. Um, no, I don't, and I don't think they will because it was co-written by Craig... Craig um, Nash, Ash, 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 sorry, yeah, Cash. Yeah. Um, it was co-written by him, and I think he said he won't, he will not do any more without her. He couldn't do yeah. any more episodes without her, which I yeah. think is is the right thing to do. So yeah, and it's ironic as well that he's now doing Gogglebox as well, which yes. I think is a really nice touch as well. Yes. Uh, without a doubt, uh, that would have been on any list for Christmas with me. Um, yeah, great, 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 love it. Thank you. Right, we will be right back with number three and two after this. It's Friday. The weekend is almost here. So sit back and join Ian, Damien and Darren for the ultimate top five lists show. It's the as yet unnamed podcast top five. So, so far we have had the snowman at number five, the royal family Joe's crackers at number four. Picking the third in our top five ultimate TV is, oh, it's me again. Yay! There he is. Um, Right, so um, at number three, um, this may be a controversial one, um, but um, this show is loved by audiences, hated by audiences and hated by the critics, but it is... Normally one of the top rated programs on Christmas Day. Um, the special started in 2011 and they have run every single year, Christmas Day and New Year's Day since then. Um, it is the brilliant Mrs. Brown's Boys. And the reason I've put that in there is because every single year people go, oh, Mrs. Brown's Boys, it's no good. The, the later episodes are never as funny as the first. The first few series were just fantastic. But... It is perfect tonic for Christmas because you can sit and watch it when you've had a little bit to drink. Um, it's funny. I love the stuff that goes wrong, that doesn't actually go wrong, but it's probably pre-planned. Um, and I love the little bit where she he walks out of the set and talks to the camera. All those little bits I really enjoy. And um, the tree. And the tree. Every year there is a Christmas tree that does something. Um, but it is just, it's really funny. It's just a perfect Christmas day. Slightly rude, slightly adult, bit of comedy. No, I'm the same. Now, apparently there's a, there's an urban myth, and I don't know how true this is, that the uh, the Queen actually has advanced copies sent to her. Uh, and the actual Brendan O'Carroll, is it? Brendan O'Carroll, yes. Has actually confirmed that and said that is true. Um, they're a massive fan of it. Um, yeah, I, I, think it's, I think it's aged... I th- I think it's not been as on point over the last couple of years. I still love it, don't get me wrong, and it's just for out there is a, a yay from me. Um, but I do think it's struggled over the last couple of years. Um, you, you can feel it, and it's almost like, how long do you go on? And and it's one of those type of things, like, if, if I could now get Only Fools and Horses back, I'd love to. But you can never go back to those original fantastic dave you know and all of that i think at some point with a comedy 
it's got to be rested. Like Faulty Towers is still now, you know, so remembered for being amazing. You know, Mr. We Bean. Only there six many of them. Only six episodes of Faulty I know, Towers. And I, I think and, about and, and, and I just I, I can't actually name like you've done with the royal family a particular episode where I thought, my God, there's bits of e- other episodes. Um, it's a yay, but I think they need to finish it. I think I think Sorry. he I think he has said he's not sure. This is the last year of the contract he signed with the BBC and RTE, which is the Irish broadcaster. Um, I think he I think this is the last year he signed to, to do the two specials. Um, so I know he's going to carry on. He's tour, he tours all year. Every year there's a tour and it goes around. And I imagine the tour is very good. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think the last couple of years have not been so good. I would like to see it rested, but I will still mm. be watching it this Christmas. Definitely. I have the first three seasons on DVD. It's hilarious. Go back to it time and time again. Um, I like what you like about it, Ian. You know, did you call it the fourth wall? Fourth wall, yes. Where you you acknowledge the camera yes. and beyond. Yeah. So you so you don't pretend it's a series. You actually make it known that this is a live recording and things are going to go wrong. That is hilarious. And for that, it's a yes. Uh, the problem with that is that. I know, and Damien knows, when we went to watch Bottom, um, that the outtakes in the le- in the live show um, are not outtakes; they are perfectly planned things that go wrong. Because you watch it on yeah. the you watch the DVD of the live show after, and the same stuff that goes wrong in the thing that you thought was, "Oh my god, it's gone wrong! This is brilliant!" goes wrong on the live show. Such a shame! Such a shame when you see that. And I was gutted because you love anything like that to happen. I wish we pre pre planned mistakes on this show. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, I just feel a bit like like the New Year's Day ones. I haven't watched for years. The Christmas one I watched religiously, but I can't remember the last New Year's one I watched. Um, and I, I don't like the chat show he does. No, can't stand around, it. All around Mrs. Awful. Brown's boys. It's just Awful. not good. That stupid. It's just the chef. What's the point of it? With I, the stupid I, I've dad. never watched a full episode in. Yeah, I, no, I just it's not can't. Worth it. Um, but yeah, I, I think as a Christmas list, it's um, it's good to go on. Excellent. Right at number two, and picking number two is uh, Damien uh, Darren. Sorry, Darren, Darren, Darren. Let's have a Darren. Sorry, it, it, Darren. Is, it is Darren. Darren, number two, please. All right, number two, number two for me um, is something that's not on anymore. Um, I don't know whether it's because this man, as soon as I say it. Damon's going to start nodding away because he knows who I'm on about. I think it's because he fell out of favour with the BBC. Um, but it was religiously on every Christmas day. It was always pre-recorded. No, I don't think it was pre-recorded, was it? I think it was live. I can't pre- remember. It was anyway. pre-recorded. I know what I know. What you're talking about is pre-recorded. Yeah. Anyway, um, and he just did some really nice things for children, for vulnerable adults, and it was just a, a must-watch um, for a number of years on Christmas Day. It was always on at dinner time. And it was a nice contrast to his Saturday night show, which was very anarchic, very entertaining. And then and then he has his quiz. We're talking about Noel Edmonds, of course. Then you've got his telly addicts. And then on Christmas Day, you've got this, hi, I'm smooth and I'm a presenter and I'm going to do some lovely things for amazing people. And you just watch it, you go, I like that guy. He's got many layers. Um, it's Noel's, Christmas presents for my number two and they could bring that back and I think Anton Deck could carry that off if they did that format oh when I'm not sure about Anton um, when was that when was it out when was it broadcast was it night early 90s 
late eighties, early nineties ish, there or thereabouts. Yeah, I I I remember watching it, and it is one of those things. Um, I think it used to be on either before or after uh, Animal Hospital, which we won't talk about anymore. Um, <laughs> which was they played that they they had a recording of that on one of the royal families. They were all watching Animal Hospital. Um, oh no, <laughs> it's all a little bit awkward. Um, but yeah, I was. Um, I can understand it. It was one of those cheesy, feel good, make the pair, make the mums and dads cry type show. Well, I yeah. sort of wasn't really that bothered. <laughs> Yeah, and it was always it was always mid morning. It was on kind of about eleven o'clock, then around about twelve o'clock, one o'clock. You'd have top of the pops thing on, you know, the party the party of the year, then the Queen's speech, and then the rest of the day. So it was always that kind of that was BBC One with Noel's Noel's Christmas presence owned Christmas Day daytime. Mm, yes, Damien. No, <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't like it. I thought it was boring. Um, no, didn't like it. No. Really? No. Nope. <laughs> Is that okay. it? Um, no more? No. No. Okay. <laughs> um, it was. It's half a yay for me, Darren. Half a yay for me on that one. Sorry. Sodgy, sodgy you miserable bunch of... <laughs> Oh, perfectly timed. Uh, right. Um, so we're rattling through this one today, aren't we? Which is good. It's Friday. The weekend is almost here. So sit back and join Ian, Damien and Darren for the ultimate top five lists show. It's the as yet unnamed podcast top five. So, so far we have had, um, at number five, The Snowman, at number four, Royal Family, Joe's Crackers, at number three, Mrs. Brown Boys, and at number two, Noel Edmonds's Christmas Presents, which, um, as ever, for a pick from Darren, didn't go down particularly well. So, picking number one um, on the ultimate top five is... Oh, dearie me. Damien. Please so, let it be the one I was going to pick. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to pick that uh, because I think we can both do a little something about it. Um, in my in my in my opinion, it would be EastEnders because I just think they have had some absolutely cracking. I um, cried as an episode of e- a Christmas Day episode of EastEnders. Was that the one with uh, Tiffany? Uh, no, it was the one where um, was it Sonia's boyfriend passed died oh, on yes. Christmas Day? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it was yeah. so sad. Anyway, yes. Yes. Um, so, I think you and I can do this um, together. It, it's been something when it was first brought back, um, people were really nervous of it because it's been held in a lot of people's hearts for a number of years. Um, and each kind of, I guess, um, age range has got their own doctor. Um, oh, like it's not other what people I thought got their own um, James Bond. Um, and this t- particular program, he's gone, hasn't he? He's, he's just walked out as far enough. Right, he's gone. carry on, Damien. So for me, um, it's it's been <laughs> uh, a staple of uh, Christmas Day entertainment. Although they've moved it to New Year's Day because it's just not as good anymore. Um, for me, the number one uh, Christmas of the last ten years has been the Doctor Who festive special. Now I wasn't. This is not the one I thought you were going to pick, and I'm dis- oh, I'm disappointed. Okay. I'm disappointed. What were you um, going to say? I was going to say Gavin and Stacey um, Christmas special 2019 would be mine, but um, 
Uh, Doctor Who, it has been a Christmas Day and Christmas festive series special for a long time. My particular one that I picked uh, was Voyage of the Damned, which starred the best Doctor, David Tennant, um, and Ms. Kylie Minogue, um, set on the uh, spaceship um, HMS Titanic, um, and was watched by 13.5 million people on Christmas Day. Um, I just think it's one of those good family programmes that you can just, everyone can just watch together. It's a safe family one. It's better than Call the Midwife, which I cannot stand, and I hate the fact it's on every flipping Christmas day. I don't like the Strictly Christmas uh, special either. No, it's never as good. Yeah, it's never as good. Um, But, yeah, it's it's a yes from me, but it wouldn't be my number one. It's a no from me, because that doesn't say Christmas family viewing at all. What? All the the fighting Christmas trees and it's always a Christmas special set around the Christmas period? Your children would have nightmares of trees no, they, attacking them. No, they wouldn't. It's Chil- not, no, no. Children, it's children. Trees is probably better than my Christmas, story from earlier. Christmas Day viewing or Christmas evening viewing is meant to be fluffy and funny. There's nothing fluffy or funny about Doctor Who. It's you an are, alien. You are obsessed with having stuff fluffy and nice at Christmas. Horror stories at Christmas are a proper tradition. A ghost story at Christmas is a proper tradition. Doesn't all have to be oh fluffy fluffy Noel's Christmas presents. Oh blah 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 blah. Rubbish. Actually, anyway. for the record, I actually agree with you that Gavin and Stacey should have been number one. Well then, the, the build up and and how they left it. As yes. as this is the last. Um, yeah, I, I will the, be the tempted to agree with that. I um, do think last year's Gavin and Stacey. Ian, tell us about it. That is the official. Number one. Um, let's so, so Do- Doctor, Doctor Who was uh, 1.5. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. At number one, then, is um, Gavin and Stacey, um, any of the Christmas specials, but in particular the 2019 Christmas special, uh, watched by 17.1 million viewers, the biggest programme of last year, uh, non-sporting programme. Um, it was the return after 10 years of the Billaraki and Barry family clan um, as they met up again. And it leaves us with more answers, uh, more questions than answers. Uh, we will get onto those in a minute. But I just love, I loved the Christmas specials earlier on. Um, the, one of the best lines in any comedy series is when they go next door um, and they speak to the old neighbour and she just comes out and says, I'll be honest, I'm absolutely twatted. Um, I love that line. It's fantastic. It should always be in the programme. It is brilliant. Um but yeah, it's I love Gavin and Stacey, um, and we never found out what happened on that flipping fishing trip because they did it. I literally shouted at the TV when they stopped when they didn't say what it what it was about. I was so annoyed. There was a semi on apparently. Yes, there was. There was a semi by the sea. Yes, and it's and it's perfectly legal in their country. Yes. Exactly. Um, and also, it ended on a cliffhanger of Nessa proposing to Smithy, asking him to marry him. Um, James Corden has confirmed today that they are going to be doing one last special of Gavin and Stacey. Who's that confirmed will, but, that? Um, James yeah, Corden. James Corden. But that will be it, apparently, won't it? It that will. Is that it. is it. That it's, it is the last ever episode, and they said they're going to tie up all of the storylines. So if they don't say anything about the fishing trip and they leave that open, how much of an uproar is that going to kick we off? Are gonna, we're going we're gonna to march the whole country. Forget <laughs> Brexit, forget COVID, forget everything like that. We will march into Wales and go, you tell us what happened on that fishing trip. Um, 
I just think it's really good. And I think it's another one of those where it's a very close family. It's a very funny show, but it's all about family. It's all about that. There, there is those moments of tenderness. There is those moments of, of like, oh, that's really nice. Um, so that would be my number one, would be Gavin When's and Stacey. When's that likely to be? When have they said they're going to do that? Um, I've got a feeling it will be next year. Yeah. I think they'll I think wait. We all need something Because like obviously James, James Corden is massive. He does his late night show in America now every day. Um, so obviously and this whole... And doesn't he deserve it? I think he, oh, he does. is such... I... A talented bloke. Not only is I don't he get great... the hate. I do not get the hate for James Corden. So, so many it. people don't like. Is there him. any? Yes, his voice is fantastic. He's a dancer. Um, he is an entertainer. Um, it's a great. He is a great, great all rounder. I don't get it. There's a lot of jealous people out there, um, and he's amazing. I think I'd go quite giddy if I met him. Very starstruck. I think he's amazing. Can, can I, he's also. Can I he's, brings... Sorry. Sorry. sorry he's, I was going to say he's also a brilliant West End actor. Um, he did the History Boys, and he is fantastic yes. in that. He also yes. did yeah. um, Two Men, One Governor. Sorry, Two Governors, One Man, um, mm. which I saw on tour, which is a brilliant play. But he he won a Tony Award for that show, so he deserves everything. And he's also in the Prom, which is on Netflix from the fourteenth of December, uh, which I would recommend people watch. Yes, do you know why I love James Corden? Um, my wife would actually leave me for him, <laughs> and I had this conversation with her. Um, quite early on when I met her and and, and and please forgive me I'm a big guy you know I carry quite a bit of weight and my weight fluctuates dramatically and I said to my, my other half I said you fancy him and she said why what's wrong with him and I went but he's not like a pin-up or anything like that but she said but he's a laugh and he's a normal guy and he's a dependable guy and I could just see settling down with him would be absolutely perfect and the fact that, yes, he's a big guy, right? And he has struggled with his weight, but he's made a massive career and he's an he's an icon for presenters like me and you, you know, and he's a household favourite. And um, just to say, Darren, um, your wife married you for who you are, not for being a pin-up and a bodybuilder no, no, and all that sort of stuff. That, yeah, but you see what I mean? No, it's not... No, because normally you get people like Ryland or... I don't know, Dermot O'Leary yes, or Anton Deck, and they're all good-looking guys, all kind of cool, and they're all kind of with it. Then you've got James Corden, who is your guy next door, who will have a takeaway in a few years with you. That's very true. And, um, and I'm just going to very quickly say, there was a bit in that special um, where they sang... Um, Sorry, the- I just can't believe we've got Rylan in the same conversation <laughs> as that. I, I, I believe... I was, I was trying to go over that. The Rylan thing. I don't think I'm I- going to sit down my other half and just go, whoa, that Rylan, <laughs> um, No. There was a thing in the in the last episode of, of Gavin and Stacey where they sang the Pogues fairy tale of New York and they uh, sang the- that word yeah. and it went up. And I'm going to say this, as a gay man... Yes, I've said it again. I am a gay man. I never talk about it. Um, But I am going to say it. That song doesn't offend me. That word does offend me when it's used in the connotation where it is used as an offensive word. In the song, it is a completely different meaning and it does not offend me. I am not bothered if you're playing the song on Radio 1 or whatever radio station. Just play it. Play the full version. Play the unedited version. Stop getting your knickers in a twist and move on. And there, we shall leave that. Ian, before you do a clean edit there, can I just ask you anyway, um, in what context is it used, the song anyway? I don't get it. Um, he's, she's, but they basically hate each other. And it's yeah. used as a, 
Um, it is used as an insult, but it is not used as an insult towards a gay person. And that's where that word becomes really offensive is when it's used towards a gay person. Yeah. So it's a classic song. The meaning of the word is different than as it is now. It's just get over yourselves, listen to the song, get a life. Thank you so much for listening for the As Yet Unnamed Podcast Ultimate Top 5 with our Christmas shows. Hope you've enjoyed that one. Um, and just to let you know, this is the final episode, um, sort of proper full episode of this year. Uh, we are taking a break until the new year. So coming up on the 23rd of December, we have our Christmas quiz special. On the 30th of December, we have our best of episode. And then on the 6th of January, 2021, you can re-listen back to Joe Lysett's interview, which was the first episode of this podcast we did. Um, so you can listen to that. And then we'll be back with our normal show show in a form or another from the week commencing uh the 8th or 9th of january something like that we will be out um if you want to listen to us uh, if you want to watch us on facebook you can do every wednesday from the 6th of january 2021 we will be live on facebook doing this record which is always interesting uh so damien hello thank you yeah do you know what it's been it's been a joy. It's been an absolute joy. What started um, back in the summer uh, where Ian um, contacted me and... Go on, do you want to say something? No, no, carry on. Sorry. No, Ian uh, contacted me in the uh, summer to, to have a conversation and asked me if I wanted to do uh, a podcast about radio and uh, and my business in, in recruitment and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and I knew as soon as we got chatting, we, we couldn't just leave it there um and you know uh, whether we've got two people listening uh sorry whether we've got two people on facebook or whether we've got 300 400 who watch the uh the quiz or you know people in america that listen hi to ali by the way in america you are a top top person um so hi over in america uh people in australia we've got people in thailand who listen to this which is bizarre um so you know however many people listen to this or whoever listens to this if we make you laugh smile uh, or just get you away from all the crap that's going on in the world um we've done our job um we don't do this for, for ego we do it because we genuinely love it uh, we have a giggle um and it's nice having the comments uh, we've had some lovely emails as well recently so thank you for those um, i want to wish everyone an absolutely fantastic christmas it's been hard it's been a tough year for all of us there is light at the end of the tum a tunnel go and enjoy this christmas be with your family hold them tight enjoy it um and honestly thank you to every single one of you and we will see you in the new year god bless every single one of you Darren, thank you very much. Thank you, Damien. Uh, not a lot left me to say, really, because he stole my thunder. But listen, um, what I want to say is that um, Damien and Ian go back a long, long way further than I go back with Ian um, at uh, Radio Pulse in Redditch. Um, Honoured, privileged, um, very flattered that two of the best unknown broadcasters that should have got a gig have asked me to join them on this podcast um i feel like i've got me mates back and uh, i'm part of a little click which i've never felt like in a long long time and that means a lot um listen uh, we don't do this like damien said we don't do this 
to get sponsorship, to get money. Maybe one day, you never know. Uh, but we do this show because we actually get on together. And um, guys, thank you for having me on. And as long as you want me on, I'll stay on. And thank you for watching, downloading. And um, that's it. Have a great year. Have a great Christmas and a great... I'm getting all emotional, guys. Oh, yeah. thank you. Um, we may have to have a conversation off air, though, just to let you know. Um... <laughs> I couldn't say anything. I could not say anything. And you are the one that did say last week that you stopped aiming get a radio career. But anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, it is a great pleasure and an honour to be in your ears and on your screens um, twice a week with the As Yet Unnamed podcast. We've built this brand um, from nothing to something uh, and it will carry on next year into 2021. Thank you to everybody that's listened um, throughout the year. Um, look out for the special episodes we've got coming over Christmas and we will be back again in 2021. Until then, have yourself a fantastic Christmas stay safe don't go mad 2021 promises to be a whole lot better than 2020 was um, and we will be with you all of the way until next january look after yourselves merry christmas happy new year god bless bye bye oh you got all emotional i felt like I'm, oh, my, my heart did, of stone yeah. almost almost melted um <laughs> almost almost not quite it works for Clarkson, May and Hammond. We're not quite sure it works for Antrobus, Lee and Barstow. But they're doing it anyway. You're listening to the As Yet Unnamed podcast.